You're listening to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast, coming to you live from our cozy abode in Tokyo. I am your host, Juan, and as always, I'm, I'm joined by my wonderful wife and amazingly talented and super happy wife, Wendy. Hi. Co-host. <laughs> I said things. All right. And today we are really excited to introduce you to our lovely guest based in Cape Town. Her name is Tola Benny. And she has so much to offer today because she is a research psychologist turned podcast host Isn't and blogger. Isn't so that amazing? We have a lot to talk about with our new friend Tola. Um, and we are really excited to get to know her journey, especially since her podcast called Phoenix Rising has rose from the ashes, as she says, from um, 2020 and all of the things that went down during that uh, awful year. And yeah. she's made really made the most out of it. So she, She's a fighter just like us and she's gone through a lot of things and she's uh, had a lot of success recently and we're really proud of her. And we can't wait for you to listen to our conversation as we talk about um, our journeys, about how we started and how we uh, decided to find something that was challenging and different and how much we have grown since then. And so that's what you're going to listen now. And we hope that you enjoy it. Have our water here ready to go if you are i'm ready all right Sounded okay yes you sound great and look great too oh thank you you're welcome <laughs> i try <laughs> so you you are in johannesburg no i'm in cape town oh you're in cape, cape town. town okay oh, great nice. and cape i guess town before is prettier, it's prettier than joburg <laughs> it's it's what it's it's prettier. It's nicer. It's more beautiful than. Uh, than yeah, <laughs> that's what I've heard. That's what yeah. I've heard. <laughs> and but I guess before we start, we should ask. We should confirm how you pronounce your name. Is it Tola or Thola? Yes, Tola. So Tola. so okay. think think of me as Tola than you. I always say that to people so they can oh. remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way. That's a great way to make the, the name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, Tola, we are so excited to sit down with you on this lovely evening for us. Yeah. Um, in Cape Town, what time is it for you? Morning time, ten o'clock in the morning. So okay. yeah, just after oh, 10. good, starting the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're we're really excited to have um someone like you on the show because. Like us, you know what it's like to host your own podcast yes. and become a content creator, which is something we're really excited to um, bond with you on today. Yes, yes. And as Absolutely. your yeah, as your background, your lovely background shows today, the name of your podcast is Phoenix Rising, right? Yes, yes. 
So the complete name is Phoenix Rising, Finding Your Life Calling with Tola Benny. I'm saying that because I know there are lots of Phoenix Rising when you look up podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, a, it's a very used uh, uh, name for, for many, many, many purposes. And I feel like it fits very well for your specific brand. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it is everywhere. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about how you came up with that name? Yes, I would love to. So um, how many years ago now, almost three years ago, I lost my job. I was laid off um, and I was in a job that I really, really loved. I was in medical research and uh, so I mean, having spent a better part of my life working in medical research. And so when I lost my job, I was just like, oh, my gosh, what do I do now? But initially, I didn't panic, to be honest. I just thought, ah, I've got a good CV. <laughs> I've been working all these years and uh, it's going to be easy to find another job. So, you know, I kind of like, ah, this is good. I'm going to take some time to myself. And then after a few months, I'll start looking for another job. Well, it turned out that the universe had a different idea. (laughs) They always say, so I don't know if you guys are Christians or not, but they always say, if you want to see God laugh, you must tell him your plans. Yeah. (laughs) So those are my plans that I'm going to take a few months. I'll do whatever I like. Then after a few months, I'll, you know, start sending out my CV and looking for another job. And I did. And nothing came out of it. So every door was firmly closed. And I grew, you know, more frustrated by the day. I became very frustrated um, and I didn't understand why. So eventually I did a life coaching training and I got certified as a coach. And just as I was about to launch my business, we had covid so all countries um, went into lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, oh my gosh, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So, you know, I obviously I'm sitting at home and I'm thinking, what do I do with myself? So I start um, blogging and I understand Wendy, you are also a fellow blogger. So I yeah, started blogging and yeah, just really talking about my experiences living under lockdown, you know, just putting it down, writing about what's going on. And um, then I started interviewing people because I thought, well, it would be nice to hear from other people. You know, how are you coping with lockdown? How is it affecting your business or your career? And but what I used to do was send people a questionnaire and say, would you mind completing this for me? And then I would transcribe that into my blog. And I thought, I started thinking, wouldn't it be nice, though, if this was maybe a face-to-face conversation or, you know, even just over the phone, it would flow better because then I can ask probing questions and whatnot. Um, And so at the same time, I was um, learning French. I I, I did French back in my university days. But, you know, to, to, you know, time on my hands, I started going back to my French lessons. And I found out that they had a podcast, um, the the app that I was using. So that's how I started listening to other podcasts. I was listening to a French podcast, and then I started finding all these other interesting podcasts. And so things started, you know, just gelling together, ideas being formed in my head that, oh, I can actually have my own podcast. 
And uh, so then that's how I launched the podcast. But the label Phoenix Rising really, because when I started my podcast, I was talking about how I lost it all and how I was now on the path to recreating my life. So a phoenix rising, you know, is as Juan said, it's it's quite a commonly used phrase because it's about a phoenix bends down and loses everything and then it rises from the ashes. So that's where the name comes from. It's about me rising from the ashes and cre- recreating my life. So yeah, that's in a nutshell. I know I've said a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's no. a wonderful story. I feel like in a way. <laughs> Uh, the the age of COVID has given uh, birth to a lot of uh, ventures and people's uh, dreams to be able to at least have the opportunity to be bred and uh, the serendipity that has happened to so many people to to have given th- themselves the opportunity to like let's just try this because there's I don't have any other choice and I think as you mentioned like you didn't choose to lose your job. You lost it and and you were forced to like, okay, let's just try something different. And like I know at the moment, like it probably felt feels really, really bad. And mm-hmm. like we've had our own setbacks. And I'm sure our listeners too have had their own setbacks in this Absolutely. really bizarre last two years. But it is wonderful to hear uh stories of success or Um, at least people who have grown and become different, become better. Uh, because not, not everything is necessarily about success. It's about how you move forward right. in life and what you choose oh, to yes, do. Oh, yes, yes. Right. And and also success is how you define it. So there isn't, you know. <laughs> so I, I often say to people, if success for me is I woke up today and I had a shower, <laughs> You know, <laughs> or I got out of bed, <laughs> and to me that's success. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. someone else, it's, it's making another million dollars in the bank, but for another person, it's I, I I got out of bed and I managed to make myself a proper meal. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I think that it's you know it's totally just that some people have been knocked down by what these past couple of years have thrown at us and it's Mm -hmm. you know it's understandable that some people have just been not taking it well at all but to hear a story like yours where you you have faced that adversity but you really took it and ran with it and you made it you gave yourself that opportunity to go in a different direction and really grow and explore different avenues. So I really admire you for that. And I guess we can also relate to that because this is where our podcast is kind of born. Yeah. too. Yeah. So it's nice to kind of connect our stories. That's amazing. And I mean, if we leave this episode with, you know, having shared one thing that people can learn from us, It's that life is adversity. It happens to all of us. (laughs) It's really about what you do with it. You know, when they say life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. I, I, I absolutely believe that because we can each experience exactly the same thing, right? But what we do with it (laughs) is, is what then defines the future for for each of us so yeah that's right absolutely can you walk us through a little bit of um 
how you started. You said you started with a blog and then how did it unfold to become a podcast and then a YouTube channel? Yes, yes, yes. So the most beautiful thing that happened to me when I started um, the blog was to discover the writer in me. I, I didn't know. It, again, I want to emphasize how adversity brings out the best in us. I, I often say, had I not lost my job, I would still be sitting behind my desk and looking at statistics. And, you know, I, I was making a difference. That That's what I thought I was doing because all I ever wanted in life was to make a difference in other people's lives. And so I've always gone into careers where I feel I'm making a difference, right? So no disrespect to that job at all because I was making an impact in my own way. Um, I was doing HIV prevention research. So looking at ways to prevent the spread of HIV. To me, that was big. I, you know, I was part of something big. But to go back to what I was saying, had I not lost that, I would still be doing that. Um, but I lost that so that I could discover other gifts that I have. So blogging. When I started writing my first blog, I was it, it, it was amazing. Something just went <laughs> in my head like, oh my gosh, this is exciting. I can, you know, me writing and telling a story of what happened to me today. Then the blog led on to other good things because uh, after the blog, so my blog is more of a lifestyle blog. So I write about my travels because I'm a big fan of traveling. I write about a healthy lifestyle because I'm a big fan of the gym and eating healthy. So I combined all the things that I'm passionate about and I started blogging about those things, right? Um, and then a book. It's it's in exercising and you know healthy life. It was now me discovering. Oh, I'm happy shit. Exciting. So you see the steps. Uh, me discovering these things about myself, and then as I indicated earlier, I started interviewing other people and realizing that I love this. I love interviewing people, exchanging experiences. I come alive. It also, I guess, it comes from the fact that when I was a researcher. Um, a big part of what I was doing was study human behavior because I have a psychology background and I've been asking questions all my life, you know, asking questions about what do you do to prevent the spread of HIV? Why is it difficult for you to use a condom? Trying to understand human behavior. And so when I started podcasting, and I started asking people questions, I realized I love this. <laughs> I really love asking people about their lives and the whole exchange that I get from that. Um, and then um, what was the next step? So the podcast, yes, was launched in, in that way. Um, you asked me about something else, but now I've forgotten what it was from blogging to podcasting. Oh, to YouTube. YouTube too. Yeah. Um, again, I, you know, started being led into oh, you know, meeting like really relevant people who are now directing kind of, you know, when you see your life being channeled in a certain direction, you start meeting a different tribe, if I can put it that way. Uh, so now you are my tribe because you are fellow bloggers, you are fellow podcasters. So it's a new tribe that I'm coming into contact with. And in that way, through podcasting, I started meeting people and attending things like Clubhouse, where 
fellow bloggers from around the world. I mean, not bloggers, podcasters are talking about podcasting, how to grow your podcast. And one of the, you know, groups that I belong in now is how to grow your podcast, you know, via YouTube. Um, and so attending those seminars and learning, okay, starting my own YouTube channel, these are the things to look out for. And, you know, getting people who are advanced in that area to share how they have, you know, got to where they are. And, okay, let's launch a YouTube channel. So it's like little steps, but they add up and, you know, then we start to grow in that direction. So these days I go with the, with the label content creator. I never saw myself as a content creator. <laughs> I was, you know, I, I was a psychologist. I was, a, I was doing research. So, yeah. yeah. I guess it's very interesting. Again, as you said, like God, when, when he saw your, your idea of your plans, he was like, ha, ah, you have no idea. <laughs> Throw a pandemic at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You so, yeah, here's a pandemic. Because, yeah, when I thought, okay, I've lost my job, let me look for another job. And God was like, no, you have no idea how many CVs I sent out. And I would get a rejection every time. And I'm like, I can't understand. I have a good CV. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you yeah, know, I, can, I, I have can. a lot. I can sympathize with that. I can mm -hmm. definitely sympathize with that. I think uh, people uh, who are resilient and yeah. have gone through a lot of uh, challenges through life, like understand that it is not, the world is not telling you you're not good. It's just telling yes. you this is not for you. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people uh, who grew up being told that like, oh, you can have everything you want. Like, that's very difficult to accept. But you have to understand that like, um, you have very little control over that. You can only control how you react. It's like, uh, you were saying that, um, there's a saying from Tony Robbins that said that, uh, he says, uh, uh, life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yes. All these things that we are all living are a chance for us to break from the direction, the path that we're going, which is maybe not the right path, and start start instead walking into the right direction. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to be easy for a lot of people who who have the the capacity to say like no, I don't, I don't like where this is going. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take a risk and go in this other direction. 90% of people can't do that. They see a risk and they like, no, 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 I don't want risks. I want, I want safe. I, I like comfort. I like Security. doing the same thing right. every day. And that's where we were at some point in our lives. Like you said, like if, if you haven't lost your job, you would still be there. Right. Mm -hmm. The thought of like, oh, uh, what if I try to do something co completely different, like content creation? You couldn't even fathom that. Mm -hmm. Like, no, how could no. I pay my, my rent? Um, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, but now that life happened for you, you've been thrust into this situation where you just had to provide. You had to be creative. You had to uh, develop yourself. And the lucky ones... Uh, who rise to the occasion on, on those situ situations become better people 
And some people exactly. just like shied away, shied away and then just like crumble. Like, oh, life mm -hmm. happened to me and become victims. Mm -hmm. And then they just self-destruct, which is very sad. But yeah. It's, it's and my so thing is. is you will never change the world by just sitting in your security blanket. I mean, yes, I, I get it. Not, not everyone is a risk taker. You know, we all have so far we can go. And 100% right. I would have never left my job. I never saw myself, one, as a content creator. I never saw myself as a business person. <laughs> I, I said those words time and again. I am not a business person. Uh, I just, it, time and again, I said, all I want to do is to work for a salary, get my salary at the end of the month, and that's all I want, <laughs> and retire at 60. Or 55, if I'm lucky. That's all I ever asked for. But again, God, the universe, whoever you believe in, had other plans. And had God not taken my job away from me, uh, and now I feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much I can do. There's a whole world out there that I can tap into. There's so many things I can influence. I've been given a platform to, you know, to change people's lives, right? You said you want to change people's lives, right? <laughs> so here we go. Here's a platform. And, uh, you know, and I, I, it feels good. Yes, it doesn't have the security of, you know, a paycheck <laughs> at the end of the day. But uh, I think I still think I sleep better at night in some weird way. <laughs> it is funny that we say that like, oh, I, I just want to have the security of a paycheck. But you cannot really say that you were secure because you lost your job. Right. Right. And people can lose their jobs. So nobody's safe. Yeah. So. Can you see And look at what the pandemic... Sorry, go ahead, Wendy. Oh, no, no. Please finish what you wanted to say. No, I was I was just um, confirming uh, or emphasizing what Juan is saying is that what the pandemic has done. No one is safe anymore. You know, people who... who I, I don't know about other countries, but I in in South Africa, surely pe people who were kind of safe during the pandemic were people who had government jobs, right? Yes. Because mm, the government yeah. still has to run. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but everybody else, the supermarkets were downsizing because the hours were shorter. You know, the hairdressers, no one was going to a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. No job, no whatever was safe during that time. So, yes, you can never say that you are safe. The trick is to learn to fly during those, you know, or to say, okay, well, what do I have? What do I tap into to go forward? Right, and to rise to the occasion, rise from the ashes, as your brand name says, too. Um, I just wonder, because we, we've been thinking a lot about going back to the nine to five, you know, the typical work schedule. And it's, it's not appealing to us at all. It's not something that we want to return to. And maybe we have, we'll have to for some time, but we want to keep moving forward. And even though our podcast is still very small right mm -hmm. now, we want to turn it into something bigger and invest even more into it. And yeah. I, I just wonder if you can picture yourself going back to that office job at all after establishing your company? 
I love this question. So no, the short answer is no. The long answer, I have a short answer and a long answer. The long answer is, Wendy, look, I get it. Uh, there are bills to be paid. And uh, so, yes, so the, the paycheck, at least, even though we've just said uh, no jobs are guaranteed, but when you have it for that moment, you have it. The security of the paycheck is, you know, it, it, it's nice to have your bills are paid and you have food in your tummy and and all of those things. I completely get it. And I am not saying that I will never, ever entertain. I I will not entertain going back to work for someone nine to five, personally. I can do freelancing, but freelancing gives me the freedom of determining my own hours. So that I can take on because that one will give me some kind of a paycheck. Uh, but two, I still am not working for someone. No one is telling me to sit at my desk at nine and, and log off at, at five. That I cannot see myself doing anymore. So I, I hope I've answered your question. No, sure. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I feel a lot of people nowadays feel very similarly. Mm-hmm. Like once you taste that like freedom, like... I cannot eat that anymore. Or mm. even even just working from home too. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to go back to the office and and have to ask to go to the restroom. Yeah, a lot of studies have shown that uh, a vast majority of people just don't want to work full time on like have to commute back to mm. work. They mm-hmm. want to at least have the option of some days of the week be able to work from home so the world has changed a lot in in these last few years and i feel like i recently i had a meeting outside of home obviously i had to go meet someone and it just happened they're stuck in lunch hour traffic i was like oh my gosh this is such a reminder of why I don't want to go back to working, to commuting, you know, to that whole traffic to work and traffic. I used to drive sometimes two hours sitting wow. in the car. Oh, one going way? to work and, yeah, <gasps> yes. Wow. Because my office is out of the city. Well, my previous job, <laughs> the office was out of the city. And there's only one main highway to 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 the office and if there was an accident i once spent two hours i was freaking out about running out of gas and all kinds of things but when i go to the office i was in tears so uh, to me when now i i don't have to get up to rush into traffic i don't do any of that if you ask me to do that again (laughs) the answer is no (laughs) i think a lot of people a lot of people need to be, I wouldn't necessarily say forced, but put into a situation where they get to find out their own capacities. Like, because a lot of people would say, I don't think I can do freelancing. Like I, as you say, mm-hmm. I'm not a business person. I, I don't know how to manage my own time, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I like just having someone telling me where I have to be, when I have to be there, and and then they can tell me like, okay, every end of the month I have a paycheck, so I can count on that, and that's the security they mm-hmm. they want. Mm-hmm. But um, 
most people, if they're pushed into the situation where like, you just have to figure it out, just figure it out, go out there, try to uh, find clients, try to find something that you can be good at, good enough that people can pay for what you do. Uh, And they realize like, oh, okay, I can survive. I can thrive. They would never want to go back because what we accept as normal as like, oh, that's okay. Like, yeah, I, could, I have a commute of one hour each each way every day. That's mm-hmm. fine. But once you once you have the independence, the freedom, you're like, I was commuting one hour every day. That's crazy. That's right? crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 also, I understand again the security of wanting to just work for someone and having them tell you what to do and pay you what they think you are worth, not what yeah. you are worth, by the yes. way. It's what they think you are worth. Mm-hmm. I, I totally understand that because going into business is not easy. Let's not fool people. It's not. <laughs> it takes guts because, I mean, you and I, we're talking about growing our podcast. It's a grind. You mm-hmm. work and work and work and nobody thinks you maybe or your numbers are not growing as much as you want them to grow. There is no money. You cannot get uh, sponsors because your podcast is still small. And every time you approach um, a sponsor, they say, what are your numbers? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, because they are so fixated on the numbers, they're not fixated yeah. on the impact you're making. Um yeah. And, and so it's not, you have to grind and grind and grind. I recently got a sponsorship. And oh, congratulations. I mean, congratulations. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much. And it's, I mean, isn't God amazing again? I mean, the universe. They, I mean, for me, it's my podcast is what now? A year old. I think I'm just coming to a year old, Mark. Ooh. And I was not even out looking for it. I was just doing what we are doing. And someone, this is how the universe works, right? You put out good karma, it comes back somehow. Someone listened to it and liked it and said, oh, I like it. (laughs) I like what she's doing, you know. And then I was invited to submit a proposal. And then I did. And I got my first sponsorship. I'm hoping for more, obviously. But again, going back to my first point, it's a grind. You don't make money overnight. You don't, you know, get the recognition that you want. I kind of feel like, I don't know what your thoughts are. I kind of feel like you do it for the love of it. I I don't think, well, many people do. (laughs) I don't think people go there saying, I want to make money. I want to be famous. It's, It's really not. It's about, I just love people. The people who do it for the money usually don't succeed. They don't right. last. Right. They give up they after episode six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After after the third, fourth week, they give up because it's just too much work. And that, that's the thing that for people who work a nine to five, work ends at five. For us, yeah. work doesn't end. <laughs> it's just <No>. always <laughs> going. grind, as you said. Especially if you care about what you do. Right. Right. You're thinking about what you're doing all the time. And that's the beauty and also the Downfall. the curse of yeah. it. Yeah. That you get to think about something that you enjoy all the time. But it never but shuts up. But also off. you get to think about what you're doing all the time. Right. 
So uh, it is. But that is why you must find something that you love. When I started, the best, one of the best advice I got was find something that you can talk about for days and it doesn't bore you, right? Because you are going to talk about it for days on end. (laughs) And so you cannot... Like two months, three months later, be like, oh, I hate this. At at some point in my life, I attempted to do a PhD. I went into PhD. And again, the best advice that I was given was find a topic that you love. Because with an average number of years people spend working on their PhD, at least in this country, is like five years. So if you are going to be researching a topic, for five years, you better love that topic. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So Tola, I wonder what your advice is. I mean, maybe you've had, you've had guests on your podcast, or maybe you have friends who you've inspired to um, quit their day job and, or even do a side hustle and do something that they really love, at least explore it. Um, Whenever things get really overwhelming, what is your advice to people starting out on a new venture? when things get overwhelming because they can get overwhelming. (laughs) I think my advice is to remember why you started. Again, it goes back to what we were saying. If you love it genuinely, if you go into it because you love doing this, then even when things get overwhelming, you still remember why you went into it. If you've got, you guys, I think are luckier than me because you are a team. (laughs) So one can do this and the other one can do this. I freaking do everything. (laughs) I do everything. So, you know, let's talk about podcasting. I do all the invitations. You know, if I invite a guest over, um, I do that. I get them over. I schedule the whole thing and then do the recording, obviously. And then I edit my own things and polish it up. It's it's a lot. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see. People just see an episode. And um, recently I also met with someone who wants to start her own podcast. And I was taking her through, you know, this is what goes on behind the scenes. So if you have resources, whether in terms of resources, we're talking about men power, women power, you know, other people, or you've got money, then you can always throw money to the problem, right? You can always hire someone to do the behind the scenes work for you. So that would be my advice is that if you have the resources then employ the resources, get someone else to do the behind the scenes work for you. Then all you have to do is sit in front of the camera and look pretty, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then then you give it to someone to polish it and publish it. And then it's up on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. That would be the best. So that is the, the, what you call, that's the gold standard, I guess. But, um, If you don't have those resources, then you have to do it yourself, but then you must have some kind of a schedule and you can always create your own tools, you know, and templates. So that's what I've been learning as well, because I also learn from people who are ahead of me. So for instance, if you have a template, let's say a template for inviting guests, 
all you have to do is change the guest's name, right? Just make sure that everything is, you know, in other ways, you don't have to rewrite the whole thing again from scratch. Um, when it comes to editing your episode, if you already have a template, you just plug in the new audio, but everything else is set up. So those are the things that save you time. So again, I hope when it answers your question, maybe then it becomes less overwhelming once you've got some systems in place. So those are my two advice uh, pieces of advice is to employ the resources if you can afford to, or to have templates and tools in place that you just plug into and it goes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And you're right. Whenever you say there's two of us and there's only one of you, it makes things a lot easier usually. But I have to give so much credit to this guy because he not only does most of the editing and puts all like sets up everything, does all the tech, mm. he's built platforms, systems for us to use that make our lives easier where we can just yeah. put the information and have like a seamless template and he's put so much work into that and mm -hmm. without him I not only would I have a hard time showing up on days <laughs> where I feel like oh man I don't want to do this or I'm I'm really shy and I'm having trouble speaking <laughs> but just being able to do all the behind the scenes work like you said mm. is yeah, love much it. easier whenever you have an accountability partner so mm. yes. if you don't have Does one of have those a brother that yeah. he have an older brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important that like you have to leverage whatever resources you have. As, mm -hmm. as you said, of course, if it if it's not money, it could be the expertise that you have. Like mm -hmm. for example, my expertise is technology, so I was able to leverage my my uh, my expertise to be able to develop tools and and. Uh, use the technology and the devices that we have so we can get the best out of them without investing too much money, uh, which has worked wonders for us. It has allowed us to put YouTube content and, and podcast and, and, and writing and all that without uh, getting in the way of our, of our lives because, of course, we still have to pay the rent, so we have to uh, do other, other work. Uh, but if... If you have expertise, let's say, in researching, you can use that to create more polished writing content mm -hmm. or create more polished interviews, mm -hmm. uh, better questions. If, if your expertise is in math, you can also use that to create better charts and stuff like that. So whatever it is, it's important to leverage uh, all the, the knowledge that you have, the, the resources, whatever it yeah. is. And and you know what I love about life is that I often say I, I have no regrets. I don't live with regrets. So, for instance, I, I got divorced three years ago or four years ago. I don't regret that. I don't regret my previous life because I feel like everything has contributed to the person that I am now. So, again, let's talk about tapping into whatever resources you have or gifts or talents, whatever. I was a teacher in my young life. I started off as a school teacher. And then, you know, then I went into research. Um, but I have used all of those 
um, lessons or skills that I learned during those years, right? And I see myself tapping into those skills all the time during the podcast. As you are saying, when I ask guests questions, asking questions comes easy to me because I am a researcher. Deep down, there's a researcher in me who has asked (laughs) thousands of questions, who has developed questionnaires and refined people's questionnaires. And, you know, I've done that all my life. I can do it in my sleep. And so now I'm tapping into those skills in my current, um, you know, endeavors. So nothing... The reason I'm bringing this up is because I want people to always know that nothing is ever wasted. None of your previous experiences. If you were in IT in your previous life, now you see how IT is coming in to your podcast. (laughs) If you were in marketing in your previous nine to five, now you see how marketing is coming into play in your podcast. So nothing is ever wasted. yeah, I was just emphasizing what Juan was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we we know we could talk to you forever about, <laughs> about the know. topics we're on. And when I talk about things I love, I talk forever. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try and wrap it up here just for the yeah. sake of time. And uh, But we really appreciate all the wisdom you've had to offer us. And we really enjoy hearing from another content creator on how your journey has been, especially in the midst of a pandemic, which hopefully we'll be out of soon. <laughs> but yeah. um, can, you, if, can you tell uh, briefly our listeners how they can find you? Oh, yes, I would love to. So I'm on all social media platforms. So Instagram, I actually have two accounts. Um, It is Phoenix uh, dash. Is it a dash? No, it's an underscore. Phoenix underscore rising uh, double zero. And uh, the business uh, one is again, Phoenix dash rising life coach. And it's the same on Facebook. I go by the label Phoenix rising. But also, I mean, you can always search for Tolab in my name. And YouTube, the podcast, my podcast has a channel on YouTube. Again, it goes under the name Phoenix Rising Podcast. So that's on YouTube. And I'm on, you know, other things like LinkedIn and and all of those things. And my website, website, I haven't been blogging much lately. (laughs) Again, because too many pots on the fire. (laughs) Some some ports are going to get forgotten for a moment. But my blog is called Zulu Single and Fab.com. I I love love that. I love that name. That's wonderful. Well, Tola, thank you so much for your time. It's so wonderful being able to connect with a new friend across the world in South Africa. I know. Thank you both so much. For having Aww. me and everyone I meet. So you stuck with me now. I'm always gonna say, Oh, I have friends in Tokyo. <laughs> absolutely, you do. absolutely you, you do. do. Yeah. And whenever you want to get together and podcast or just chat, don't doesn't have to be a recorded conversation. You can you know where to reach us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh don't forget to check out our Previous podcast episodes, we've been trying to um, introduce some more short versions and and make it and fun and interesting for everybody. Uh, you can always reach out to us to 
podcast at dontellmygrandma.com or go to our website at Journey for Wisdom. And, you know, you can find us in our socials. We're always doing things here and there. But uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.